this episode of the Keeping It Local podcast brought to you by Pile Style Events. I'm Dennis Junk. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Alicia Pyle. Hi there. And today we are at the Cottage Event Center in Roanoke, and we are talking to Jim Amstutz. He is the, what would you call yourself, the director, the owner? I'm a co-owner. <laughs> okay, there, co-owner. There okay. are two owners here. My partner's name is Gail Mann. M-A-N-N. And uh, could you just tell us about the Cottage Event Center and what goes on here, what you guys do? Well, what goes on here is just about anything that you can think of as far as a private event and some public events. I mean, we have weddings here. We do a lot of anniversary parties, bridal showers, baby showers, that kind of thing. We are a polling place for Huntington County whenever oh, there's cool. voting. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, we've had uh, a lot of corporate training sessions here for different companies. And we also, about 10 times a year, do to the public entertainment presentations. Okay, how do you decide on the program for that? Uh, gut. <laughs> do you do all the booking is my I question. I do all the booking, okay. and over the years, my philosophy of what our crowd, quote-unquote, wants has, has evolved a little bit. Uh, in the early days, we booked more of what, what I nickname Sinatra-type music, mm-hmm. and I found that even though many of our crowd are 60-plus, this is an oldies rock crowd, so we're, we've booked more oldies rock-type acts, yeah, sure. and, and they love it. So it's, it's kind of about trying to decide what your audience is going to want. What's going to sell tickets. Yeah, that's the big You know, because it doesn't do any good. I don't need the practice. <laughs> so, You've been doing this so, long enough. So, you know, if we're, if we're going to go to the F, it, it takes as much effort to sell 50 tickets as it does to sell 150 tickets. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you were telling us about, you used to work with the Carnival, the Midway? And, and uh, Three Rivers our Festival. company used to be involved with the uh, Midway at the Three Rivers Festival for 20 plus years. I don't remember so exactly. Your background in entertainment. But the, out at the Coliseum, when it was at the Coliseum. Yeah. And our company used to be involved actually with a number of area festivals and fairs and things. And that, that was an interesting time, but that's a, that's a younger person's uh, industry to be involved <laughs> with. Uh, running around the state to uh, settle up on Saturday night doesn't appeal to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, and you have to look at the weather all the time. That's what and you got to watch, <laughs> always worry about the weather on Friday and Saturday night. So how did you go from that to here? Could you make a little hot this, this facility was the uh, labor of love, if you will, of business partner I had who has passed away named John oh, Mann, who I'm was sorry. Gail's uh, husband. Okay. And he was from Huntington County, and we, we've been involved in a lot of things. Our, our company has been heavily involved for decades with the Subway Sandwich. We're, we're franchisees in uh, particularly the South Bend, Plymouth, okay, LaPorte yeah. areas. And we, I mean, we had a lot of things going, but almost all of it was outside this area. And he wanted to do something in Huntington County. Mm-hmm. Do you and guys both from here and live here? Uh, I'm originally from New Haven, and I still live in northeast Fort Wayne. Uh, John was from, like I say, from Huntington. And he wanted to do something here, and he decided he wanted to do this. And so he passed very suddenly after it had been open a few months. Oh, oh. that's terrible. But he did get to see he it open, see and, it, yeah. and, and it was starting to go well even before it happened. So. Mm-hmm. It's such sure a neat space, too, and you're here. This Is this considered Huntington County? This is Huntington County, Okay, yes. it's right in Roanoke. Right Roanoke. outside, like right there on the cusp of when you pull into Roanoke. And right. I mean, I drove by this so many times before, you know, we made friends on 
was it social media and I started yeah. seeing my friends performing here. Yeah. I didn't know what this was. And I know that's the case for so many businesses. Sure. I, I didn't know how much you offer the community and what all you did. Well, to be quite honest, one of the reasons we started doing the shows was to get people in the building because yeah. we figure they're going past all the time, but they don't, they know, don't know what, what it, it is. is. And if I can, I don't know, semi-brag, we feel that as nice as we think the outside of the building looks, we think it looks even nicer, it's more nice wow inside. factor when you yeah. get inside. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do we have to do to get people inside the building? So we start, yeah. we thought, yeah. well, if, if they don't have a wedding that they need to plan just now, maybe they want to see a Jimmy Buffett impersonator, or maybe they want to see a magic show or something. Sure. You know? It's fun. I mean, you've, you've done a couple of different things with that, too. I think it's really neat that you're offering the space, too, for community musicians. You book local local uh, musicians. Yeah, we, we book more and more local. And that, that's neat. something else that has evolved, frankly. When I first started booking stuff, I made an effort to try to book. I booked a lot of groups out of Indianapolis and some out of Michigan or whatever. And my thinking at the time was I don't necessarily want to book somebody that, you know, that they may have already seen. I want I want something yeah. new. But you know what? Number one, it's it's a hassle for the performers because, quite frankly, we can't pay a lot. Mm-hmm. And we've had people that have worked with us, you know, really well. But, you know, if you're coming two hours from Michigan or something and it's February, it, 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 could, be, it could be dicey. You know? They might be sleeping so, in the kitchen. And, and there's so much local talent. There really and, is. And, and frankly, as I've been doing this more and met more people, I have more contacts. We like being a showcase for local talent. And so tonight... We appreciate um, that. Alicia is actually going to be performing for it. We're, we're looking forward to it. Sales are good. Toys for Tots. Toys for Tots. This will be our sixth annual Christmas event for Toys for Tots. So do you do fundraisers like this pretty often? Every show we do, we give a portion of the proceeds to a charity. Oh, Usually, so cool. I would say we do 10 shows a year, at least eight or nine of them go to a local charity. Oh, now, we have in the past done things for like uh, Riley Hospital mm-hmm. and maybe a few others that might not be considered as local. But although, actually, Gail and I have been on a steering committee for Riley, you'd, you'd be amazed how many local kids are treated by Riley. Oh, yeah. Year. They are not just in Indianapolis Hospital. Yeah. But, but uh, we're very big on doing this to give back. I remember one time, I don't usually work the ticket window, but I happened to be working it this particular evening. It was for a show that was going to feature Kenny Taylor. We love for, Kenny. For Honor Flight. And this guy walks up and he almost looks angry. He says, I want to ask you something. I said, okay. He said, you got to pay the band. I said, yeah. You got staff running around here. Yeah. Including bartenders. Yeah. How you make any money? I said, that's easy. We don't. <laughs> I said, we don't lose any money, but by the time we give money to charity and pay the band, we don't we yeah. don't make a whole lot. You go, well, I own a couple of Subway friends. I was going to say, and, 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 and to, to be blunt, that that's it. Between other business interests that we have, yeah. we don't need this place to make a living. That's not really to say that we're looking to give it away, but sure. we, don't, we don't need to gouge people to make money here. <laughs> if you looked at the percentage of time we put into this place compared to everything else, we're not not getting a real good rate per hour out of this place but you know yeah. what it's fun it feels well, like it's close to your heart that's what it sounds it like when i listen to you talk that's what i kind of figured someone asked me one time and i can't even remember the context or anything but my wife was with me they asked you know what my dream job would be and as i was trying to think of an answer she said he'd run a theater and i thought you know what she's right if i, <laughs> if, if I could do anything and make a living at it i'd run a theater like an embassy kind of theater? Or, or something, yeah, yeah, where I could be scanning the, the, you know, the entertainment world to book this act or that act and, you know, be backstage on show night and that kind of stuff. We're just going to title this episode, you know, Program Director of the Cottage.
Village Event Center. <laughs> we could. Program yeah. director. Oh, man. Besides owner. I mean, you are programming all of your talent. Yeah. That's cool. You are running your own venue here. That's what's so neat about it, though. Like, you have so many different ways that you can use the space. I don't think I realized when you first booked us that this was also a really nice venue for, like you said, weddings and corporate functions. And until one of my like childhood best friends got married here within, I don't know, six months of the first time you booked us. And, you know, you had transformed the space into this beautiful little wedding venue. And I was like, this yeah. is so cool. Yeah, we have a wedding tomorrow night. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a great space for it, too, because it's not, it's not huge, but it's not small. It's, you know. That's right. Like for the shows, we don't feel, even if you're in the back row, you're still not that far back. Yeah. We can't do huge weddings. We have squeezed more than this in there, but we recommend to people that they not try to do more than 130, 140 guests. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you got too many tables in here and people can barely get around to get to the bar or the restroom, I mean, it's just no fun, you know? Yeah. But, but, but you've got your dance floor and you're good acoustics. and The acoustics are real good. The dance floor is pretty good size for, for a building this size. And I was surprised having, back in the 90s, been part of a facility that was much larger but did a lot of the same thing. I was surprised how many, you know, 80 to 120 person weddings there are out there because everybody I, I saw for years was roughly 200 to 250 people. Yeah. What's that like? Like being part of somebody's wedding that that often is like a regular, uh, on a regular basis. It's usually fun. <laughs> That's what we, I, I won't tell you the fun. stories about the times it's not. But are you but, sure uh, they're probably funny? <laughs> uh, but it's it's usually a lot of fun. And 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 again, it's the kind of thing where, quite frankly, we don't charge for this place where a lot of similar venues, or when I say mm-hmm. similar, I'm talking about the same size. We think we're a nicer venue compared to our competition. One thing we do here that almost nobody does is we let you do your own catering if you want, or hire your own caterer. Oh, or yeah. most places say you got to use ours, and then they mark up the food because you're a captive audience. Yeah. You know, we have made... With the place, you have to buy the food. You, you can just tell. We've made a nice wedding more affordable for a lot of people than they might have had otherwise and we feel good about that well and i think that there's a lot of people who just want a low-key gathering of their friends to yep. celebrate yeah that is one thing weddings have gotten a lot more informal in, in a lot of ways including how people dress you know mm-hmm. it, you know they're not as ceremonious even in the even in the receptions yeah. i mean there are some things they always do they, they still throw a bouquet and they still do the first dance and everything but it just seems like they used to be a lot more regimented or something than they yeah. are now a lot of times it doesn't seem like they do much more than turn on some music and and cut a cake <laughs> yeah. and if that's what they want to do hey cool with me yeah they don't want to go through the rigmarole so it's, it's we're seeing more and more weddings that don't have alcohol too Ooh. Which, really which <laughs> i don't you know, know if as, i could get along with my family with as the venue <laughs> isn't always our first choice but yeah it, it could probably make for a lot or earlier ending evenings though I bet it does yeah what I like is this does not feel like a dance hall in here so if you're thinking like wedding venue wise I don't know and I'm a, I'm a woman speaking here but you walk into like a, a facility no, sometimes <laughs> and it's like this feels like a dance hall this doesn't this feels like a venue like this is a well, thank you. you know which is why you probably use this for so many things but it's really cute in here and it's got a lot of characters and well. a lot of that I will credit my partner Gail she okay. did a lot of the decor choices did she? both when the place was built and like she does all the decor Decorating at Christmas time, and I think it's it, beautiful. It looks nice and Christmassy and classy without being overdone. Sure, yeah, because you know anyone could walk in here if they rented this and just match, you know, with what you already provided with whatever they wanted to bring in there too. It's neat. It's so much fun to see that you use this in so many different ways. And we have a we have a salesperson named Susie who handles 
mostly, you know, dealings with brides and that kind of thing. And she's a little dynamo, too. And I mean, if people ask what I do is I figure as little as possible. I just stay out of the way and let talented people do their thing. Yeah. Smart man. <laughs> you hire them because they can do stuff you can't. So I've been to a couple of shows here to see Alicia. I think I showed up at that wedding reception for, uh, what was it? Ben and Chanel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's really intimate. It seems like it's great, especially for local people. I mean, I guess you can come from anywhere, but it seemed like everybody was kind of gathering at the neighborhood spot, you know. And a particular, well, the best way to measure is for our shows, but most our show crowds come either from southwest Fort Wayne or Huntington mm-hmm. County. We'll get people from Columbia City sometimes and Wabash County, whatever, but primarily uh, southwest Fort Wayne and southwest Allen County and, and Huntington County. I see that, I think, tonight they're, they're charging a cover and then you have to bring a toy for the kids. You don't have to. Now, we, we're, we're very emphatic about that. We encourage you to. We ask you to, mm-hmm. to consider it, but it, you know, we're certainly not going to turn somebody away if they don't. We will definitely, unless this is a total different night than every other year we've done this, we'll, we'll take in 100 to 150 toys tonight for Toys for Tots. Oh, that's really cool. And so we're going to be probably airing this a couple of days before Christmas. So that, being involved in all of that would be really fun. And we get to do a little bit of this stuff, going to all the Christmas shows. And, yeah. and we're sick of Christmas music, right? Especially. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure. But yeah. you, you still kind of enjoy it, even when you're sick of it. What is it? It's that joke about pizza and, and the other thing. Where yeah. It's like, yeah. even when you're a little yeah. sick of it, it's like, oh, this is still pretty nice. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite memories? Though? So you get to be in weddings, corporate parties where people are probably being inappropriate <laughs> and you get to um, have to be here when people are donating toys I, for Christmas. And. I remember the wedding and I they had not forewarned us that this was going to happen but suddenly I hear over the uh, the DJ's PA the Imperial March from Star Wars and Darth Vader and several stormtroopers walked in and I don't oh, think the bride wow. and groom knew it either <laughs> and apparently the groom was a big Star Wars fan and they, and they did this whole thing and, and you know posed for pictures with Darth Vader and everything. And Fortunately, my that, brother is already married, so he's not getting any ideas that would lead to an immediate divorce. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> One thing that um, we've noticed is we get a lot of people that are repeats in that what one one example would be we've had an several where they had the bridal shower here, they had the wedding here, they had the baby shower here, mm-hmm. and then they had the kid's first birthday here. Oh, that's Aww. really cool. We, yeah. there's, a, there's a couple of families that have had that's Thanksgiving funny. here every year since we've been open. And that that's it. And one of those families has Christmas year here every year, too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like it's like their family clubhouse. Yeah, it's you like know? Their, their grandparents' house. <laughs> In fact, there's so <laughs> many community-type things like that. And we've had other things besides the voting that are like, I am sure that there are people out there that think this is owned by the by the town, yeah. like that we're a, a government facility. Probably, that's fine. We used to have to rent. Um, yeah, that's funny that you say Christmas and Thanksgiving because with the Pyle family, there was so there's a few damn of those. many of us. Yeah. yeah, there was like between grandkids and great grandkids, and we would always rent a facility. I don't know who went about that, which aunt or uncle, but securing a place we never had it in a house hardly ever because there's yeah. just too many of us. So I right. imagine there's more people in the Midwest that have that issue. Well, what people like about it is if you're going to have you know 40 plus people or whatever for Thanksgiving. For I mean, we've got plenty of room to set up food. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and they don't have to clean the place up when they're done either. That's true. Or you don't have to, you know, spend three days getting the house cleaned up before. And then three yeah. days cleaning after. So, yeah. Yeah, that's you true. Know. So what are some of your biggest frustrations? There's got to be some because you're dealing with people who have high expectations for their wedding or there's just a lot of moving parts for all of this. I don't know. Uh, what, what about, when, as soon as you said biggest frustration, you would be amazed how 
many people will apply for like a job to be a bartender and even confirm the time for the interview and then not show up? Oh my gosh, are you we, we, we have literally had more than once where we might have four or five interviews lined up on a day and none of the five show up, even after they've confirmed the day before. They're worse than musicians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, at least you find that out before they're hired. Yeah. Oh, for the yeah. gig. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not very forgiving on that kind of thing. Because, oh, yeah. In fact, I had a bartender one time that, long story short, there were some issues after she was hired with being here. And I said, you know, I can't afford that this is going to happen when we have a huge Christmas party and I need, you know, two or three bartenders. Sure. So, yeah. so that that's an issue. But we don't have a huge staff here. And uh, my main bartender is my son, Kevin. I know he'll show up. <laughs> you know he'll show up. <laughs> That's um, great. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, he's a good kid, that's even awesome. though he's 28. Actually, he's a student at Kenny's. Oh, that's uh, great. You know, really, compared to the other facility I was involved with in the 90s, the one in Fort Wayne that was mm-hmm. bigger, we don't get a lot of people that nitpick and complain about everything here. Pretty much here, we've always had, you know, a very good relationship, both before and after, with our clients it here. It sounds like it, and you're getting uh, to repeat business, so and, that's a good sign. Uh, we tell people when they ask, I mean, they do have to put down a damage deposit, and, you know, we're coming up on... On our seventh anniversary, and in that you know six and a half years, I think we've kept part or all of a of a damage deposit, you know, maybe six times. Oh wow, that's not too bad. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's very rare, and usually, you know, that meant we kept twenty five bucks because we had to get some stains out of the carpet or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, we didn't keep everything. It's been a a good experience, and we do these shows. We get a lot of seniors here, and when they leave, they'll thank us for booking these shows because it gives them some place they can go relatively affordably mm-hmm. and that they know they're not going to hear any F-bombs. There's not going to be anything yeah. inappropriate because we insist that all entertainers here have to be 100% family friendly. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's kind of like a small town values venue. Your homegrown small town values Midwest. It just screams that. It's wonderful. And I, I'm not knocking anybody that, you know, like if you go to a comedy club, you sort of expect certain sure. things. But our crowd here expects certain things here, too. And I make people adhere to that. There was, I won't name any names, but there was a group actually <laughs> from Michigan, but that uh, <laughs> wanted to do a particular song. And they asked me before the show if they could. And I said, no. <laughs> During the show, one of the guys said, uh, you know, we wanted to do such and such, but they said we couldn't. And the way he said it was he was baiting the audience to say, oh, come on do it do it yeah. and they didn't and it was like crickets out there nobody said yeah do it <laughs> so they didn't misreading the audience I guess what they've never been back <laughs> they've never been back <laughs> oh man that's funny oh my goodness no it, it makes sense though you're you know you're here in roanoke and i just i'm really fond that you bring people from fort wayne a little closer to my family in huntington for example you know i have a lot of family members that live in huntington sure and huntington's a it's a good little community but sometimes you know and i'm not going to blame the state police or anything for this but you know you, people don't want to truck up to fort wayne to come to one of my shows oh, I've, I've have heard, two three drinks and then I, come back home i've heard that many right? times yeah i mean exactly <laughs> not just because like of weather that. but not just because of weather because, you know, because yeah. of the cops on 24 and yeah, you know i love that you know god god love the cops we love them but it's oh, uh you know it's for we a, love the cops here oh they've yeah been, they've been very good to us in They're fact wonderful. we do a uh, Keep us uh, we do a fundraiser for the Roanoke Police Department. We did. Uh, well, that's neat. We had a, a '60s band in here uh, last October, and then in in March we'll uh, again do one for the local fire department. You know. Oh, that's cool! But like, you bring us a little closer to you know, like 
the surrounding communities in, you know, we go to Bluffton for some things sometimes, or, you know, we, we, our motto is pretty much keeping it local. I'm not a, like a traveling musician, but it's fun to stay local even within the little, I call sure. these the burbs communities like Huntington and, and Bluffton and, you know, Aussie. And, you know, it's cool that you do that and you provide a space for us to come down and, and play. And I, I appreciate it, obviously, as I have a lot of family in Huntington, well, but it's, I know other artists appreciate that too. And Huntington has to really appreciate that, that you take that effort for them. I think so. Even if it's just, you know, to help people see your venue and stuff, you're providing something that nobody else in the area is doing. There's mm-hmm. not another venue. Two E's does during the summer, but you know, that really that people can come and see a lot of acts for Fort Wayne and they not have to drive all the way to Fort Wayne for that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a very different vibe from two E's, but yeah. They're- well, and I've known Eric in particular for a long time and uh, we serve their wine here. And, oh, that's I wonderful. Mean, you know, we, we get along just fine with it. I mean, I guess if you want to technically say they were competition, but I mean, it's it's two different, yeah. it's really two different vibes, two different markets. Uh, years ago, my business partner, John, the one that passed away, we took a business trip to Pigeon Forge and toured a lot of the theaters. And one thing we noticed is no matter what show you went to, at some point in the evening, they would say, now while you're here, you make sure you go down the street and check out such and such theater or this one next door. Because yeah. they all figured that, okay, yeah, I've got you now. But if, if everybody promotes everybody else, maybe they'll come back next year or whatever. So we feel the same way. We, we try to promote, you know, and, you know, we promote the shops in Roanoke. We promote two weeks. Yeah, you know, Joseph Dequees. Again, ships. talk about two different vibes. I mean, Joseph Dequees is a whole different kind of thing. But, you know, we're good friends with the Eshelmans. If they ever needed anything from us or vice versa, you know, we work together. That's wonderful. Enriching the community. That's cool. So what are your plans for the future? Is anything on the horizon? Any big new events or new changes or anything like that? Believe it or not, I have been working on next year's New Year's Eve. Next you know, year. just trying to see what's 2020? available. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know, New Year's Eve 2019. You know, and I, you know, just to see what's out there. But other than that, we'll, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. It seems to I'm, be working for we're it kind, well. We're kind of landlocked here that we really couldn't expand the building if we wanted to because of certain laws about, you know, if if you have so many seats, you have to have so many Mm -hmm. parking spaces and that kind of thing. But we like being this size. Yeah, it seems to work out better that way. It just makes it more intimate and more more close. And then, yeah, it serves the local community a little bit better that way. Well, that's all the questions I had. Did we miss anything that you think we should talk about? I I think you've covered everything. Um, We we just, you know, if, if you've never come out here for a show, you know, just like us on Facebook and you'll get all the notifications. I I can honestly say we have never had a show here that I was embarrassed afterwards to say, you know, it's like, boy, that really wasn't the closest thing was we had one night where we had two different acts. One was a Toby Keith impersonator and one was a Willie Nelson impersonator. That sounds like a lot of fun. And (laughs) one of them was kind of marginal, but luckily he was the one that went on first and the second guy was was great. Everyone was drunk enough to forget. So, you know, so, so the evening ended on a high and... You know, <laughs> Willie Nelson. Probably where can people too. find information for you guys? Like where, what the upcoming shows are? Where would you like to point people? If they were uh, either the Facebook page or cottageeventcenter.com. Okay, okay great. This is the website. And I'll put yeah. links to those on the, I appreciate on the blog it. post too. Okay, thanks everyone for listening and thank you, Jim, for talking with hey, us. Thank and you. We're on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to subscribe or just put your email in the box if you're on the blog post there and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for keeping it local. Thank you.